irreverent, entertaining, cool. You are listening to LA Talk Radio. We say what we want. You're listening to Impact Hiring Solutions with Brad Remillard and Barry Deutsch. Only on LA Talk Radio. Welcome, everyone. My name is Barry Deutsch. My partner, Brad Rumlard, will not be joining us today. Brad is off uh, traveling, so uh, you've got me today. Uh, one of the things we're going to talk about is the top 10 job search mistakes. Uh, let me back up, introduce myself a bit. If you've joined us for the first time, again, my name is Barry Deutsch. My partner is Brad Rumlard. Every week, we conduct a discussion on LA Talk Radio Live. We alternate. One week we talk about job search issues, how to reduce the time it takes to find a job, job search mistakes, networking, personal branding, every cover letters, resumes, uh, resume writing, everything that relates to conducting a more effective job search. And then in the opposing weeks, we talk about hiring and retaining top talent how to ask interview questions to find the job, writing compelling marketing statements, finding great talent, bringing good people to the table. And we alternate those every other week. You can find all of our radio shows are archived on our website at impacthiringsolutions.com under the free resources section. And we're glad you've joined us today. There are a couple of ways you can participate in our call. One of the ways is you can just call in and pose your question, and we'll take your question live. And probably the best way to do that is to dial 818-602-4929. Remember, if you've got call blocking set up, you've got to hit star 82 to unblock your phone before you type the area code in. Otherwise, it will not work. Again, 818-602-4929 if you'd like to pose a live question. Now, I realize some of you might be in environments, places, offices, outplacement firms, where it might be difficult to pose a question live. You can also send us an email, and I will try to take each of those uh, email messages during the course of our call today and respond to them and, and raise those as uh, questions and issues. And you can send that email to info, I-N-F-O, at impacthiringsolutions.com. Okay, so as I mentioned before, we're going to talk about the top 10 job search mistakes. A couple of weeks ago, Brad and I discussed the top five job search mistakes. Today, we're going to cover the second half of that list and cover the back half. Let me walk you through in just kind of a upfront summary form what those five elements are, and then we're going to tackle each one. First, at number six... No personal branding to help hiring managers, human resource professionals, and recruiters find you when they're doing searches. Number seven, not leveraging the unbelievable wealth of online tools and resources for job seekers. Number eight, no coherent long-term strategic career plan that guides what you're doing in your job search today, four years from today, eight years from today. Number nine, having a poor attitude. And I realize if you're out of work, 
you've been out of work for 12 months, 18 months, 6 months, whatever the time period, you're eating, burning literally through all of your available cash, your reserves, your savings. There's a tendency for your attitude to disintegrate. Pessimism, negativity, frustration that dictates your actions in your job search. And it comes across loud and clear when you talk to other members of your network or if you're in an interview. So we'll touch on overcoming a poor attitude. And then finally, at number 10, ineffective engagement with recruiters. And although a small percentage of jobs are covered by recruiters, they can still be a very valuable source in your search. And we have to understand how to more effectively engage. All right. One of the things I'm going to do, as I mentioned, was take some uh, either email or phone calls as they come in. And one of the first things we're going to do is we're going to take a message that came in uh, just a few min- moments ago as I was reading down this list. This came in from Julie in Chicago. And it, and it relates to the first item, which is not having good personal branding across the Internet in a variety of places where people can actually find you when they're doing searches for people just like you. Julie made the comment of, I've got profiles up. She's from Chicago, and she said, I've got profiles up on all the major social networking sites. Why am I not getting any calls? Well, Julie, without going into the, the details of and looking at every one of your profiles and what you've done, let me just make some generic comments. First, there are a couple of key sites where you want your profiles up, and then you can move out from that process. One of those key sites that probably is the dominant site for professionals who are networking is LinkedIn. This is the dominant site. A few years ago, LinkedIn was still in its infancy, maybe 12 or 13 million people on it, and rapidly moving towards the 45 million person mark today. It's an extraordinary resource. They've got wonderful tools that you can use, but most people don't effectively use it, particularly at creating a personal brand about themselves. Now, let's step back for a minute. What's a personal brand? A personal brand is the way you convey who you are, what you stand for, skill, knowledge, capability, your values, what you bring to the table for others. That's important for people in your network, for people who want to connect to you. It's broader than just job search. It could be about trying to attract business. If you're an entrepreneur, trying to engage with partners, joint venture partners, getting customers excited. But today we're going to focus just on the job search element. One of the key things that a large percentage of recruiters, HR professionals, human resource uh, and HR uh, hiring managers do is when they go about looking for someone for their team, one of the first places they may very likely go to is LinkedIn and they're going to do a search. You may or may not come up in that search based on the keywords you have in your profile, but more important, when you do come up and you flash on their screen in your public profile, is it compelling enough that someone must pick up the phone and give you a call because they're so excited about what they see in your background? LinkedIn offers a tremendous opportunity for you to expand upon your resume You can add a wide variety of things to it. You can put video, 
slideshows, you can attach documents, you can expand among all the groups, accomplishments, achievements, things you couldn't begin to fit in to a short cover letter and a page and a half to a two-page resume. This is almost, imagine LinkedIn as your ability to leverage your resume to expand upon it, to provide useful information so that people might want to see you. Uh, there are a number of resources across the Internet on how to do personal branding. One of my favorite is Dan Schwabel at the Personal Branding blog. There's a, he met, he's got probably 40 people he follows. He writes great content. He has a number of guest speakers. I'd urge you to follow his blog. I'll, I'll talk more about following blogs and, and obtaining resources of how to improve your job search in just a few moments. So we're talking about creating profiles, building your personal brand, what you stand for. Obviously, that starts with how you create your own personal success profile. Brad and I in our job search workbook, you can find this on our website, go through an extensive series of exercises to help you develop that on paper, to think through different exercises, to think through uh, very introspectively about who you are, what you want to do, where you're going, how you're focused, the kind of companies you'd like to be part of, the kind of teams, organizations, culture you want to be in. Um, and it's important to go through that exercise before you start moving to the more sophisticated point of putting some of these up on the internet. Okay, so now we're back to personal branding in places like LinkedIn. In fact, Brad and I, a couple of months ago, posted a template, a scorecard, by which you could assess the effectiveness of your LinkedIn profile to determine, is it compelling enough to attract recruiters, HR managers, hiring managers to want to reach out and connect with you. Eight key points and then a summary uh, a line item that will help you assess, am I doing the right things to get noticed by others? Okay, so we put this out a couple of months ago. Over 2,000 people sent us copies of, after they filled it out, they sent it back. Amazingly, less than 10% of all respondents all people who sent those back to us at a wide variety of roles from entry level all the way up to senior executive level roles, CEOs, chief operating officers, VPs of finance, directors of marketing, every imaginable role, less than 10% could meet a minimum standard of having an effective LinkedIn profile. That means there's a lot of opportunity to improve upon how you come across, how you present your information, how you capture other people's interest. This is the whole idea of personal branding. Now, let me take it another step. So you fill out your profile on LinkedIn. You put all the different elements in there. Associations, the groups you belong to, you expand upon your accomplishments, you put audio and video up to talk about your achievements, your accomplishments, what you've done, the awards, recognition you've received. Um, you might put a slideshow up about a major project you worked on. And these things can be what you did in your community, things you achieved in school, um, and particularly what you've done in a work environment. Okay, Look at other people's profiles. Look at the profiles that I have up on the web on LinkedIn. Search for Barry Deutsch. Search for my partner, Brad Remillard. Take a look at other people that you have a high degree of respect for. How do they summarize their background? How do they uh, attach other documents to it? How do they bring their blogs into it? 
Um, it's just it's amazing how you can begin to create a personal brand for yourself. Um, answering questions in forums on LinkedIn and the specialized groups is one way you create a personal brand for, for yourself by being known for something. What are you known for? Are you a spreadsheet guru in uh, financial transactions? Are you an extraordinary marketing manager in social media? What is it that you can build your expertise, your knowledge, a following of people around you because you have such good stuff to share? Are you in the restaurant industry? Are you in the retail trade? What what is it that you know that you could share with others? Anybody can create a personal brand for themselves. This is the wonderful part of social networking and social media is that you're no longer limited to pen and paper, email, trying to contact people. Now you can leverage 10, 20, 30, a bazillion times who you're touching and the information you're conveying. I'm just going to run down a list of things that you could be doing. And, And one of the things that Brad and I do is we have a whole job search coaching program and you can find this on our site at impact hiring solutions and and we literally have a checklist of these things that we go through with job seekers and are you doing this are you doing this what's the next step are you going to put this in place and it's a very structured systematic rigorous process to create a strong personal brand on the internet here's some things that you could do number one make sure you've reserved on many of the social networking and social media sites your personal name you know, are you on LinkedIn as Barry Deutsch or is it some, you know, private, esoteric, f- cute phrase? You want to use your own personal name. Do you have accounts in every social media, those social bookmarking sites, including Dig and Delicious and StumbleUpon? Um, are you on, uh, do you have a blog about yourself that's being hosted on Blogger or WordPress or, you know, or one of the major blogging sites. Do you have? Um, are you active in different forums and networking groups, whether that be industry, trade? Uh, many groups maintain discussion boards. Many groups maintain uh, interactive forums. Are you on Ning in some of their different networking groups? Wide variety of places: Facebook, Twitter. All of these, you should have accounts, they should have your name, and you should be active on them. Posting information, sharing with your contacts, publishing information that gets distributed out to the widest group of people. This is how you begin to establish a personal brand. I will suggest to you that Brad and I are probably regarded from a career coaching, job search coaching, hiring manager perspective as in the top 25 nationally of all recruiters using social media, career coaches, job search coaches in how to leverage the internet to improve your job search. We've worked very hard at the last year in creating a personal brand of that. Um, let's zero in on LinkedIn, for example. Are you active in 25 to 50 groups that they allow you to participate in that might be related to your geography? the level of job you have, the type of job you have, or your specific industry. Do you post questions, share links of interesting articles, and are you um, answering questions that other people might pose? Are you active in the general section of LinkedIn in their question and answer area, establishing yourself as an expert in some discipline? Are you 
using your book reading list to connect with other people who have similar interests, read similar things, sharing ideas, thoughts, examples at a, at a professional level. Those are just a, a few simple things that you can do. Then you can start to take this to a whole nother level. You can begin to record audio and post it to your LinkedIn profile. You can record video, get a little uh, one of those little uh, uh, things that sit on top of your laptop or your computer, little webcam, record a video about yourself, answer interview questions, post that up on your LinkedIn profile. Um, you know, between Google Docs, um, SlideShare, uh, attaching blog, showing your Twitter stream. There's a wide variety of ways that people who come to your LinkedIn profile can see who you are, what you're about, the kind of things that you post. So that's just one example of creating a strong personal brand. In the next couple of weeks, I'm probably going to post to our website another free template or tool. And by the way, I mentioned that job search uh, planning tool. I mentioned another tool, the, the, the assessment of self-assessment of your LinkedIn profile. You can get all of these off our website. It's in the free resources section. If you go to the homepage of our website at impacthiringsolutions.com, you'll see down at the very bottom where it says what's new, there's a variety of links to many of the new templates, forms, examples, radio shows, archive material that we've posted. Obviously, we haven't a wealth of paid products and services you can engage with us on, but there's also, we put up a tremendous amount of free material for you to use uh, to help improve your job search. So I'd urge you to take advantage of those. As I said, I'm probably going to develop over the next week or two a job search template for personal branding with sort of this this checklist are, are you active have you created effective uh, profiles um, are you tracking it are you constantly improving it uh, across the internet on LinkedIn Ning Facebook Twitter how are you integrating all those pieces together so we're going to come up with that probably in the next couple of weeks and you can use it to assess your job search all right let me take just a moment here and maybe step back and for those of that may those of you that may have recently joined us on the call, my name is Barry Deutsch. I have a partner by the name of Brad Remillard. We're the founders of Impact Hiring Solutions, a job search and hiring manager resources company. Uh, Brad and I, just as a little bit of background, have done executive search together now for about a quarter of a century. We've worked on over a thousand searches in that time period. We've probably interviewed over a hundred thousand candidates. And one of the greatest pleasures I've had as a recruiter is to see kids coming out of school at 22, 23 years old, and a quarter of a century later, some of them have become CEOs, presidents, business owners, senior executives, and others have floundered and flopped around in their career aimlessly and had terrible career success or, or the lack of success. And one of the things that Brad and I have done over the last few years is really take that, that enormous amount of research, insight, knowledge, packaged it up. We've written a book on the subject. Many of you may actually have a copy of that book. It's called, it's our second book we've written. For those of you that may know, we've, we wrote a first book a number of years ago called You're Not the Person I Hired. This is aimed at hiring managers, uh, executives and corporations who make hiring mistakes. 
And the second book is called This Is Not the Position I Accepted, which really attacks how to overcome all the classic job search mistakes that we talked about a couple of weeks ago and we're talking about today so you can conduct a more effective job search. And then we've wrapped a variety of products, services, and free content around all of that. If you'd like to call in a question, you can dial 818-602-4929 and post a question here on LA Talk Radio Live. This is the program that Brad and I host every week. We alternate weeks between a discussion on job search-related issues and then alternatively the following week attacking hiring manager interviewing, assessment, evaluation, finding candidates. If you're in a place where you can't dial in, you can also send us your question and you can address that to info, I-N-F-O, at impacthiringsolutions.com. Let me once again, just because I finished number six and we were talking about personal branding, um, particularly as it relates to using your LinkedIn profile, Brad and I, a few weeks ago, actually a little longer than that ago, uh, probably a month ago, posted a template, a scorecard on our website, eight key points based on our structured eight-point success matrix that allows you to evaluate the effectiveness of your LinkedIn profile to discover can you be found by recruiters, HR managers, hiring managers, or are you invisible? Do you never come up in searches? Or when people actually see your profile, do they quickly glide right over it, you know, virtually like throwing your resume in the trash can? So there's there's one primary tool that you could use to dramatically improve your job search effectiveness. Let's tackle number seven in our list. And I'm going to pose a question. Uh, that also came in the last few minutes. It's related to number seven. I had mentioned this early uh, on in our summary, and that is not leveraging online tools and resources. Not leveraging online tools and resources. Paul from Miami asked the question, what type of resources and information is out there for someone to conduct a more effective job search? Who are the major experts in this area? Okay, this is a real hot button of mine. I find that most candidates try to go it alone. And in fact, if you'll uh, visit our blog today, I'm in, probably right after I finish this radio call, I'm going to put up a new blog post that talks exactly about this subject. Why are you trying to go it alone? I wouldn't try to fix my car. I wouldn't try to install new plumbing in my house. I wouldn't try to code my website. I would look to an expert to help me. The question is, why do most candidates feel they can conduct an effective job search without assistance? Now, there's two two forms of assistance. One is where if you're the type of person who's highly self-motivated, you have tremendous proactivity, you're a deep researcher, you, you take a subject and you literally master it and become an expert within a short period of time, then there's a wealth of information on the Internet for you to truly become an expert in doing a job search. And I'm going to talk about those in just a moment. But not everybody fits that mold. In fact, I'm going to say less than 5% of all candidates would fit that mold. So for the rest of the candidate pool out there that's looking for a job, I'm going to recommend that you should turn to a job search coach to help you conduct a more effective job search. 
Brad and I provide a service on job search coaching. We've put hundreds of candidates through this using our structured career success methodology. This is what we describe in detail in our book and all our products. And what we do in our job search coaching program is walk you step by step, holding you accountable to achieving the results you've committed to in your job search. doesn't matter whether you choose us to help you, you pick another resource, and there's some really good career coaches, job search coaches, um, both that can help you virtually and probably within your local community where you would meet with them face-to-face. I'd urge the vast majority of people who aren't at that level of proactivity who find themselves having trouble staying accountable, staying focused, not procrastinating, to engage with a job search coach, to start taking time off your job search. Most candidates, Brad and I have discovered, flounder around in their job search. So let me just take an example. If you're at an executive level, the old rule of thumb used to be it could take six months to find a job. That rule of thumb has changed today. We're in one of the worst recessions I've probably seen in 25 years, and this is probably the fifth or sixth recession I've been through. I don't think the job market's going to turn for probably another 6, 12, possibly as long as 18 months. Can you actually afford to be out of work for 12 to 18 months? But if you don't have a structured process, you're not holding yourself accountable. You're not doing all the, you know, the 89 things that you could be doing to uncover an abundance of job leads and referrals, then I'd suggest a job search coach might be an effective strategy. But let's pretend for a moment you're the type of person who's extremely proactive, high initiative, you set good accountability for yourself, you stick to it, you're very disciplined. There's a wealth of material on the internet to access to help you improve the effectiveness of your job search so you can start knocking weeks and months off how long it's going to take. Let me throw some of those examples out there. How many of you subscribe to our blog? How many of you that are listening to this call subscribe to our iTunes podcast where we post all of these radio shows on LA Talk Radio How many of you have gone to our website and pulled down many of the free resources, the templates, done the self-assessments, you've taken the free chapter in the book on phone interviewing, maybe you've even bought a few of our products that that are fairly inexpensively priced on the job search side to improve your job search. How many of you could tell me who the top five publishers of great content are on the internet? Do you use Google Reader to track all the people who are blogging and are well-recognized on topics of job search, interviewing, resume writing, personal branding, networking? I'm going to suggest that there are probably 250 to 300 authors, publishers, and tremendous experts on the subjects I just mentioned. Have you uncovered who they are? You can read through these in a reader like Google Reader, probably taking an hour once a day, and I guarantee it if you get one great new idea, it's worth the time you've invested. I personally am an avid reader. I read two to three books a week. 
on a wide variety of subjects that include networking, personal branding, job search, business strategy, hiring, human performance. I try to stay alert to trends, new information, and other things. And by the way, there's a side benefit to this. It'll help you when you go out for interviews because now you're going to be able to talk more intelligently and articulately about different trends and things that are happening in the business world. So following blogs is one strategy. These 250 to 300 people that publish great content, have a, have some of them have products, services, some have written books. Some of these books are outstanding books. Okay, um, There's books out that you can find like, I'm on LinkedIn, now what? Uh, there's books like Harvey McKay has written, uh, Dig Your Well Before You're Thirsty, which is always one of my favorite. Who are the authors, the publishers, the bloggers who are putting not just crap out there, but great content that in literally every post, every chapter, on every page, there's a golden nugget of good information. Are you using these free resources, templates like we post up, audio programs? There's probably, if we take iTunes alone, have you gone on to iTunes and done a search on resume writing, interviewing, job search? There's hundreds of of audio programs that have been posted. Have you gone into YouTube and done a search on job search, resume writing, interviewing, networking, personal branding? There's a wealth of content there. But what you're going to find is the same two, 250 people. They've got iTunes listings. They've got channels up on uh, YouTube, they're writing a blog, they've published a book, they've got an extensive website with examples, illustrations, tools, templates. So you're going to keep seeing that same, they've done a good job of personal branding themselves, so you'll see that data come up over and over. If you're not taking advantage of this information, shame on you. There is a wealth of good information. As a recruiter, one of the questions that I frequently pose to candidates who are seeking a job who've been out of work, in the interview process, I will say to them, what else are you doing in your job search to master it, to improve the effectiveness of it, other than sitting here talking to me? And usually what I get is a blank stare. Even at the most senior executive levels, I can't figure this out. Maybe it's because the vast majority of the U.S. population is not particularly proactive, self-motivated, and doesn't take initiative. But I'm going to suggest to you the material is out there, the resources, the tools, paid products, job search coaching programs like the type we offer, templates, blogs, podcasts, YouTube videos, for you to literally reduce the time it takes to find a great opportunity by 20, 30, or 50%. And if you're not taking advantage of that wealth of material, you probably deserve to take 18 months to find a new job. There's no reason not to shorten that time period. Let's tackle... Another one, as you can tell, I'm pretty passionate about that subject and a little frustrated that most people don't do a better job, particularly in tackling a lot of the free information that's out there. Let's, uh, let's take our next uh, item. I think we're up to number eight now. Not having a good 
coherent, long-term strategic career plan. As a recruiter, when I interview candidates, I will ask to see their written career plan. I'll say, bring it with you to the interview. I want to talk about it. How many show up with it? One or two out of thousands. How many people that are listening to this call could say, I have an 8 to 10 year plan of what I want to do in my career? I know the objectives. I have metrics that tell me whether I've gotten there. This could be on a financial perspective. It could be on the kinds of accomplishments you want to achieve. It could be on the title of the role, the kind of responsibilities you want to have. Because if you don't lay that out, the next job you take is completely irrelevant. You're just you're bouncing from job to job without any thought as to what are the notches, the things I've got to do, the projects I gotta knock down, the skills I gotta develop, the knowledge I gotta gain, the the kinds of experiences I must have to attain the role I want to have. If you take a disciplined approach to managing your career, you will achieve what you want to achieve. Of course, there's going to be setbacks. Of course, things are not going to go perfectly. But if you have a plan and you stick to your plan and you manage against that, I can literally guarantee that you will not only hit but probably exceed your career expectations. Now, how does that compare to reality? I'm going to suggest that less than one-tenth of one percent of most candidates have a well-thought-out career plan on what they want to do. They literally just bounce from job to job, recruiter calls, they see an ad in the paper, a friend tells them about something, and it's like, oh, let me go snap at that. And then six months to a year later, something else happens, let me go snap at that. Literally, I would use the metaphor that you're like a bulldog in a butcher shop. You just can't decide what piece of meat to bite. Okay? That that's not a career plan, jumping from job to job. One of the things that we want to do is be able to have to be able to work backwards. So if I'm a financial analyst today and I want to be a VP finance in ten years in a company that's fifty to a hundred million dollars in size, what do I have to do over the next ten years to be ready for that opportunity? So that when those opportunities come up, I'm at the top of my target audience's list. How do I personally brand myself? What kind of networking will I do? What kind of projects do I need to tackle? What kind of companies do I need to be in over that period of time? What's my contingency plan? What if it doesn't work out the way I want? How do I get it back on track? So now I cycle full circle back to the beginning. And we start to think about, from an interview perspective, I say to candidates, let me see your written career plan. Oh, I don't have one. I haven't really thought about it. Or when most people really think about it is when they need a job. This is the, the proverbial thing of when you need a loan. You shouldn't be thinking about it when you need a job. This should be something you're continually tweaking and working on over time. I, I had a candidate recently tell me that every year he updates his resume. Hasn't looked for a job in 12 years. But he puts his resume together because he uses it as a tool to see, okay, over the last three to six months, what have I done to add to my capability? And if I can't add something of substance onto my resume, I'm not growing, learning, and expanding at the rate I should have been, and I need to get that back on track.
So you got to have a good strategic career plan, and that should dictate your job search as you move forward today, two years from today, three years from today. I wrote a blog post yesterday, actually, that, that talked about this very subject, which is what you're doing today in terms of your job, your career search, your job search rather, is going to dictate your success four to five years from today. What you did or didn't do four or five years ago is pretty much going to dictate how successful you are today in your job search. You have to take a longer-term perspective. You've got to plan, continually adjust, revisit it every three to six months. It's a dynamic process. All right, let me take a quick moment, a little commercial break here. Again, if you just joined us, you're listening to Barry Deutsch and Brad Remillard, although Brad's traveling today, on LA Talk Radio Live. This is our weekly radio show where we alternate every other week between topics for those conducting a job search and how to make it a more effective process and for hiring managers and how to find, interview, and select top talent. If you've just joined us, you can pose a question live on our call. And one of the ways to pose that question is to dial 818-602-4929. Remember to hit star 82 before you dial it because if you have call blocking, it's not going to work. Again, 818-602-4929. You can also send us an email and I'll try to, in the next about 10 to 15 minutes, I'll try to take your question if you'll send it at info, I-N-F-O, at impacthiringsolutions.com. As I said earlier in our call, and I'll reiterate, we have a number of tools, resources, content, services that can help you dramatically reduce your job search time. It's been our experience over the last year that candidates who execute and implement our job search methodology, which we call the career success methodology, take dramatic time off their job search. If the standard among your peers is nine months to find a job, I'm going to suggest that most people are taking getting it done in four to five months. If the time period is a year, if you're at a high executive level, I'm going to suggest you can complete your job search in four to six months. You don't have to be great at any of the steps. You just have to execute each one. And where people make mistakes and they get in trouble and their job search takes a long time is when we try to short-circuit it, we ignore some of the key best practice steps, or we just procrastinate in doing them. So, on our website, let me just give you a few resources. Number one, Brad and I have a service. We have actually two different services, one at a very high executive level and then one if you're below that level for job search coaching. We call it job search coaching and executive hire coaching. You can read more about it on our website at impacthiringsolutions.com. We've taken a lot of our content around the career success methodology and created a home study course. We've got our book, obviously, that you can buy. You can actually download a free chapter on phone interviewing if you'd like. Uh, we've created templates, audio programs, and Brad and I are in the point of creating video programs right now. There's also an extraordinary amount of free content in our free uh, uh, libraries that we have on our website. We've taken every one of these radio shows and posted it both to iTunes, so you can subscribe to our iTunes listing under Impact Hiring Solutions Job Search, or you can go to our website and either listen or download the programs. 
We've got free templates to assess the effectiveness of your job search plan, assess the effectiveness of your LinkedIn profile. I'm putting together one right now on personal branding. Brad put one up recently on what we call the circle of transition and how do you break out of that depressing cycle. So we're every couple of weeks, we're putting up new templates, forms, examples, illustrations, and you can learn more about these in the What's New section uh, right at the bottom of our homepage. All right. Let's come back to our top 10 list. And we were moving down that list. We're at number nine. Poor attitude, pessimism, negativity, frustration, dictating your actions, uh, causing you to not think clearly, and, and literally coming off like you got a chip on your shoulder when you interview. I'm going to suggest, I, I know it's tough, especially if you've been out of work a long time, your savings are evaporating, you have no great hot irons in the fire. You've got to do things that will keep your energy and your enthusiasm and your attitude at a very high level. You should be reading the self-help books. Um, and there's some good material out there. I go back and revisit the stuff that Steve Covey's written. He's always been one of my favorites. Sig Ziglar's written some good material. Tony Robbins. Um, you can uh, just there's a wealth of good material. Blogs you can subscribe to. All of these things in the you know sort of the self-awareness, introspection, positive attitude genre will help you. Spending lots of time with your support group. Direct family, cousins, relatives, close friends, neighbors, all will help you to feel good about yourself and energize. Staying active in your job search, not running out of things to do. I'm going to suggest there's so many things that you could be doing to reduce the time it takes to find a job. You couldn't possibly do all of them. In fact, the toughest thing you're going to have to do when you, for example, if you looked at our career success methodology, the tough thing you're going to have to do is figure out where you're going to prioritize. What key things are you going to work on? So those are just a few of the things to try to stay positive. Um, keep a journal. Document your attitude. Um, spend time with other people. All of these different elements will help. And now I'd like to come to the last one, which is one of my personal favorites, and it's ineffective engagement with recruiters. Most candidates treat recruiters like dirt. Okay, I'm sorry. When you need a job as a candidate, you, you treat them quite well. But when you don't need a job, you treat them like dirt. I can't tell you the number of people that refuse to talk to me, won't make a referral, won't spend five minutes chatting on the phone when they're in a job. But the second they need a job, they're begging me to help. This is... This is not a, an effective relationship. I can absolutely tell you that the people who go out of their way to be helpful to me, when I call, they take my call immediately or they return it very quickly. They make referrals constantly when I tell them about the searches I'm working on. They're always trying to engage with me. They occasionally buy me a meal, buy me a cup of coffee. They want to get to know me. They reach out. They're the ones I'm thinking of first every time I have a search assignment. Okay, And then I start systematically going down the list. Who do I know that has built a relationship with me that I trust? Who out of that group has referred me to someone? 
who do I know in my vast network that I may not have a deep relationship with, but more of a secondary relationship with? And then what I'll call the cold call approach, which is now I'm reaching out and touching people I have no contact, no relationship with for the first time. Okay, 90% of my searches get filled at the first level with folks I know who have built a relationship, who have taken the time to get to know me, and who have seen it as a two-way street. Do you have three or four recruiters that specialize for your type of job, in your geography, your industry? Are they successful? Are they well-regarded? Are the kinds of companies that you want to be part of, do they use these kind of recruiters? Reach out and touch them. If you don't know who they are, get referrals to them. Try to build a relationship. Try to be proactive. Try to find ways to help them be successful. Sort of you scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. Okay? Recruiters want to build relationships with candidates, but most don't even want to engage. And then when a recruiter calls, take the call. Spend two or three minutes chatting. Get to know the person. Even if that recruiter can't help you because they specialize in another area or a different level job, they can probably refer you to someone they know in their network who can help you land that next great opportunity. So part of your job search plan and avoiding one of the top 10 job search mistakes is, is having a process or a methodology to engage with the core recruiters who can help you find a job ultimately. The other thing you'll find is they are a wealth of knowledge. They know who's hiring, who's firing, changes going on in in different companies. They know the strategies companies are employing. They're, they're just they are a tremendous wealth of business intelligence that you could tap into about what's going on in your competitors. So over the last couple of weeks, we've talked about the top ten job search mistakes. You can um, find this in one of our recent blog postings. We talk about it on our website. We have tools, resources, our methodology, books, audio programs, video programs that you can download. Some of it's paid product services, but a lot of it is free. And it's not just our site that has this. There's probably two to three hundred well-known, well-branded authors, publishers, knowledgeable people. Some specialize very precisely in just resume writing. Some have an expertise just in personal branding. And some have the kind of expertise that we have, which is across the whole dimension, based on having worked with hundreds of thousands of candidates over a quarter of a century. Let me just summarize the top 10 job search mistakes that we've covered across these two radio shows. At number one, is not having a systematic approach to conducting a job search. And Brad and I posted on our website, you can again find it from the link on our home page down at the bottom of the what under the what's new area, a scorecard for you to determine do you have an effective systematic approach to conducting a job search? Are there gaps, holes, are there places that you could be spending more time in to raise the effectiveness and reduce the time it takes to find a new job. Number two, jumping at an opportunity based on desperation. When you've been out of work for a while, your savings are evaporating, you don't have a good job search plan in place, we tend to take whatever comes up. And I'm going to suggest you need to have a good plan and methodology 
a good structure and perhaps a career coach or job search coach to help you avoid that desperation. Number three, not adequately preparing for interviews. Most people just go in and wing interviews. This is, you got to prepare. It's like going into battle. Stuff about the company, the job, your accomplishments, your achievements. It takes hours to effectively prepare for a presentation and many candidates blow it even though they get a they finally get an interview, then they blow it at the interview stage. Lack of follow-up after interviews is number four. Ineffective networking, not knowing where to go, what groups to join, how to network, how to engage, how to nurture your relationships. Number six, we talked about as the first one in today's call, no personal branding to help hiring managers and recruiters find you. Number seven, not leveraging online tools and resources. Shame on you if you're not taking advantage of the wealth of material that's out there on the Internet. Number eight, not having a coherent, long-term, strategic career plan to guide every time you do a job search and what your next role should look like. Number nine, poor attitude, pessimism, negativity, and frustration tend to dictate your actions. We touched on that you got to stay positive and some of the tools and things that you could do to do that. And then finally... One that's very close to my heart as an executive recruiter is ineffective engagement with recruiters. Those are the top 10 job search mistakes. If you can overcome each of these, I guarantee you can reduce your job search. The time it takes to find a great opportunity by two months, three months, six months. Imagine what would you do with six months of income that didn't have to go out the door through your savings being eaten because you didn't have a job. We have a wealth of material on our website to help you overcome every single one of these job search mistakes. I'd like to wish you much success in finding, implementing, executing, and using that material to dramatically reduce the time it takes to find a job search. This is Barry Deutsch. I look forward to talking with you next week. You're listening to Impact Hiring Solutions with Brad Remillard and Barry Deutsch, only on LA Talk Radio.